now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Millions of Americans look forward to retirement and the chance to do nothing for a change. But staying active and involved, perhaps with part-time work, may be far better for your health, happiness, and bank account. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has more. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Financial advisor Gary Surak has 40 years of experience advising people in their retirement planning. He's an author of several books, including his latest, How to Retire and Not Die. Gary, I'd like to start with what I think distinguishes your approach from many other retirement experts. Most of their advice is centered on investing and accumulating enough to live on, but you say retirement planning is not all about money. Explain that. Well, what I've found in my career is that everybody's totally focused on money, and I get that. But what really happens is you figure out the money, it's math, it's important, but what really happens in the real world is we sit down and say, okay, the money's part's this, and then they're done. But that's not how I see it. I look at this and say, this is so much more than money because you have the rest of your life to live. How are you going to live it? What are you going to do? Have you figured that out? And that's really super important. And I find 90% of the people have no clue. Your book is called How to Retire and Not Die, the three P's that will keep you young. What are those three P's? Purpose, passion, and a plan. you got to have all three. I look at people sometimes say, oh, I got this figured out. I say, okay, great. Tell me your plan. They look at me like a deer in headlights. I say, yeah, I don't really have this figured out. You have 40 years of experience talking to people both before and after they retire, I would guess. Do you see a lot of regret that maybe someone either retired too early or too late? Oh, absolutely. That is a really common experience. And I've had it go both ways. I've had some people that actually should never have retired because they couldn't really figure out what to do with the rest of their life. They really should have just kept working. They would have been happier. And then I have some that just can't wait to get out. And then some really regret both sides of that fence. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. A chapter of your book is called Welcome to Your Wish List. What exactly is that wish list and why is it so important? Well, the wish list is a big deal for me personally. When I sat down and thought about all the things I wish I was doing but I was working and couldn't do, I started writing them down. I had this extensive list of all the stuff. I wanted to go to Charleston. I want to go to Savannah. I want to fly here. I want to play golf at some golf course, whatever it was. What I realized is that all these things I really wanted to do, when I get to retirement, I actually can start to do some of those things now. I'm not going to be climbing any mountains anymore or hiking any trails, but the reality of it is... It's a whole list of things that I thought about during my lifetime. And I said, wow, if I wasn't working, would I do this? And the answer is yes. Well, now I'm not working. I can do that. And that's really the core of it. And I think there's another concept that you write about that kind of goes hand in hand with that wish list. And that's your retirement key. What is that? Well, retirement key is kind of an interesting little game I play. I get people to sit down and tell me what they like about their life, what they love about their life, and what they hate about their life. And I have them do it in small segments. And I say, okay, let's talk about your hates. And I give them a pad paper and said, draw hate at the top. Tell me everything you hate. And I give them three minutes. And I literally time them. And I say, okay, your three minutes is up. What do you have on your list? And they say, well, we got this and this. And I said, okay, let's do your likes. Let's do your loves. And when we're done, you find out a lot of things that people are doing that they absolutely hate to do. And then I ask them a simple question. I'll give you a great one. I had a guy who absolutely despises mowing the lawn. And I said, so why do you mow the lawn? He said, well, I have a lawnmower. And I said, okay. 
And he said, so, you know, it's kind of ridiculous. I said, wait, sell your lawnmower and hire someone to do something you absolutely hate to do. And he looked at me and says, you know, I never thought about it. I just thought I had a lawnmower. I said, well, okay, that's a way to look at it, but not the way I see it. What are your thoughts about part-time work in retirement? Oh, I'm a huge fan. I love when my clients come to me and say, Gary, I'm going to semi-retire. I'm going to gradually retire. I think it's a wonderful thing. I think people misunderstand how important work really is. And by working part-time, you still get socialization, you get money, you get a lot of things that work brings to you that you can't get any other way. And I think it's really important. I think it's a critical feature for me. Our guest on InfoTrack is financial advisor Gary Sirak. He's the author of How to Retire and Not Die, the three P's that will keep you young. So, Gary, what are the biggest questions that people should ask themselves as they start to mull over retirement planning? Well, the first one I always ask is, tell me about your first day, your first week, your first month, your first year. I said, I really want to know, what are you going to do? How is this going to work? And a lot of them, 90%, have no idea. And I say, you really need to go to the drawing board and think about how are you going to plan out the rest of your life. Right now, you work five days a week, you have two days off. You work five days, you have two off. And your schedule is so tight. You all of a sudden retired now seven days off and you have no schedule. You better figure that out because it's very daunting. It seems during the pandemic, a lot of baby boomers suddenly were thrust into retirement. Maybe they weren't even planning for it. It seems like, you know, a lot of jobs went away or were closed. What about those people? It seems like they probably were thrust into that without a lot of thinking at all. Oh, absolutely. And that's the ones who are regretting retiring too soon. They're saying, wait, I didn't really want to retire now. I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, I think that was one heck of a wake-up call, actually, and a bad one or a good one, depending who you were. And I think it's really caused people to rethink retirement timing. I've had some people that said, listen, I love my time off. I'm done. I had other people said, oh my God, I don't want to do that again. I need to go back to work. It's a fine line. That's just what I was going to ask. Will some of those people end up going back into the workforce? Oh, absolutely. I'll bet I have a half a dozen people I've seen in the last two months that couldn't wait to go back to work and get back to their office and do all those things. It was just driving them crazy. Let's say someone has chosen a retirement date. They've planned for it. What advice can you offer for that big transition away from work life? Well, first of all, figuring out what your purpose is and what your passion are. Purpose, what you do for others. Passion, what you do for yourself. That's a big deal. And once you can determine those, then it's saying, okay, how do I plan my life around the things I'm passionate about, the things I have purpose for? How do I build my calendar? How do I build my schedule? What do I do? Because those are going to be critical for me having a successful, happy, long retirement. In these days of self-help books and all sorts of resources on the internet, I think it's tempting for some people to do it all themselves, go it alone. How important is a retirement planner and is that for everyone? Yeah, I really like retirement planners. I think they're really valuable. A couple of things I suggest. I love retirement mentors. I like finding people who actually have retired, know what the game is, know what they figured out, that are happy, successful, they seem to have a good life. I will sit down and interview them and ask them what they figured out and what they're doing that other people aren't doing. And I've gathered data for really almost 40 years about that because it's so important. And then I've actually had some clients come in and say, listen, I'm trying to pay this retirement. I'm really struggling. I said, wait, how many people do you know in your company that have retired in the last three, five years? And they said, oh, a lot of them. I said, which one's the happiest? And they said, well, I never thought about that. I said, well, do me a favor, figure out the top three, call them and buy them lunch or a cup of coffee and find out what they're doing. 
It's very successful, and I've never had anyone say no, and everybody that's actually done that came back and said, wow, they really helped a lot because we couldn't figure this out, and they already have it figured out. That's great advice. Gary, do you have any final words of advice for people who are planning for retirement? Maybe someone is still 20 or 30 years away from it. Well, the wish list is big, and I mean that sincerely. I had over 50 items on my wish list. The other thing that I really like is if you're really going to retire, it's what do you retire to, not from. That is huge. If you're retiring to something, I would almost guarantee you're going to have a pretty good retirement. If you're retiring from something and you don't have the two-part figured out, you're going to really struggle. And that's what I've discovered. Gary Sirak, financial advisor and author of How to Retire and Not Die. Gary, thanks for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. It's wonderful talking to you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.